I'm going with cat. Is that cat or baby? That's cat. That's okay. cat. Okay. It's going to be baby here real soon. <laughs> yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh... It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Wee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. <laughs> Who doesn't love the bounce castle? <laughs> Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be awash in unbeatable goodness. Welcome, Pacers fans. You are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi. Weekly Pacers podcast. Today is April 3rd, 2022, and this is episode 586. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Grafita, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss a flawless zero and four week of Pacers basketball with games against Atlanta, Denver, Detroit, and Boston. Joining me this show are two of our three analysts, Coast to Coast. Like butter toast. First, from the high school home of Jabison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatables? Uh, shout out to Paolo and his buddy Ian, uh, who actually, we, I guess, really shout out to their other buddy who had bought a ticket to uh, the Wizards uh, Mavs game on Friday but then bailed. So I got to go for free nice. uh, in some primo seats and. Uh, yeah, watch the Wizards stomp the Mavericks. Um, but at least got to see uh, Doncic live, which was nice. uh, very entertaining. Yeah, Sweet. From Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Uh, slightly belated happy birthday to the bartender. Shout out. Shout out. He is... Uh, I think he's doing some meditative retreat, uh, reflecting on his birthday this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to be out. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to the Xavier Musketeers. Yeah. Winning the NIT in a close one. So they are, what are they, the 60, officially the 65th best team? 60, I don't know how many teams they do. It's I think it's 60, 68 or something like that in yeah. the tournament. Because they have this play-in games now. Well, that makes them the 69th best team. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, particularly interesting. Did Have you been following the season or at all, or you don't know? I so don't, so yeah. they started out okay, and then they just you know bombed in the Big East season once the regular season started. So they fired the coach at the end of the season prior to the NIT, and then they went on a run in the NIT, meanwhile <laughs> announcing who the next coach would be. And so the interim coach is just a, you know, lame duck, but they still went on to win the, Chopped liver. The, the NIT. So, yeah, shout out to them. Nice. Uh, before we get into the show, I'd like to remind you, you can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to Patreon. 
patreon.com slash undebeatables and uh, you can support us for as little as a dollar per month thanks to everybody who's doing that well guys we had four games of Pacers basketball as I mentioned they lost all four of them the first game they lost was to Atlanta Monday March 28th lose this one 132 to 123 um, it was kind of interesting for a bit but <laughs> uh, it didn't get it didn't get great uh, Buddy Heald dropped 26, though. Tyrese Halliburton looking good, 25 and 13 from him. And uh, Kiefer Sykes chipping in 16 along the way. Uh, but, boy, on the on the Atlanta side, Kevin Herter, 22. Clint Capella, 22. Uh, Trey Young held to 14 points. I think Kiefer Sykes kept him in check. I think that's what mm-hmm. that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did dole out 16 assists while he wasn't That's because, he, yeah, he's got one job, and it's to let – it's to force Trey Young to pass to somebody else that's going to score. So he did that. <laughs> Second game of the week, Wednesday, March 30th, Pacers taking on the Denver Nuggets. And guess what? They let in 43 in the first quarter again and adding – chipping in 15 of their own to – that one to bed real early uh it got way more interesting than it should have been the end was actually real close and uh they were i think were down with 31 at some point in the in the first half and then took the lead in in into the third quarter like they took in the third third quarter took the lead and then detroit was able to close out the game but it, it pacers didn't make it easy but it also wasn't easy to watch the first half of the game. So, <laughs> Buddy Heel dropping 20. Terry Taylor looking good this game. 18 points, 9 rebounds. Um, but, boy, Jokic dropped 37, 13, and 9. Um, and Gogod was not the answer to that question. <clears throat> He's the answer to who's going to let Jokic score every time. Yeah, yeah. Also, that game was uh, with DeMarcus Cousins coming off the bench. It was uh, Goga had the one-two punch of guys that were just better than him. <laughs> I was the 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 Cousins uh, matchup in particular was just like Cousins was just going directly at him and moving him out of the way. And uh, Goga, whatever, he tried his best to score seventeen points, ten rebounds of his own. But boy, it's a tough matchup for anybody. Third game of the week, Friday. April 1st, April Fool's Day. Pacers take on the Boston Celtics, losing this one 123 to 128. I talked to I talked to Colson uh, about this game and he was really excited about the like the plays the team was running. Um but it wasn't I didn't think we we, we were going to take this one. We did not. Tyrese Halliburton uh, picked up 30 this game looking looking real good. And I think that's what Colson was probably the most excited about was was Halliburton's performance uh, running the offense. Um, O'Shea Brissett with 17. Uh, but on the on the Boston side, Jason Tatum with 31 and Jalen Brown of 32. Those two guys uh, have done about that every time we played them this season. We have no answers for that. This season, at least. Last game of the week. This was this afternoon, or early evening. 
Pacers taking on the Detroit Pistons. Pacers lose 117 to 121. This game was actually a little a little back and forth. Pacers looking good in the first half, and Detroit taking it away in the second half. Uh, O'Shea Brissett with 20 starting, 15 for Terry Taylor, and Halliburton healed with 19 each. Uh, Sadiq Bay looking good, 31 points uh, from from the Detroit side. Isaiah Jackson back in action, 19 off the bench. Dwayne Washington Jr. looking good with 12 points from him. So it's an old four week of basketball. It's hard to get super excited. There's bright spots out there. Um, Harper, what were some bright spots you took away from this uh, lossless game, or lossless week of basketball heading into the end of the season here real soon? Well, certainly thankful for the lossless week. Appreciate it. Uh, doing, doing, doing our work well. I mean, we're just on Halliburton watch the rest of the season, and he had a heck of a week. He was in double digits for assists uh, in every one of these games, except for the Boston game, where he was almost perfect from the floor. He was 10 of 11, 6 of 6 from three-point land, laid down 30 points. Uh, Obviously, we couldn't do much to stop their Tatum-Brown combo, but uh, Halliburton had a heck of a game. Uh, he had 17 dimes in that Detroit game, so he's been he's been fun to watch. Uh, he, he he had a really solid week. Team clearly loves playing with them, and uh, he's man he 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 just has not had a lot of bad bad games since he's been here, and he's the best player on our team every night. So it's not like other teams aren't thinking about him. Uh, you know they're probably not spending a ton of time game planning for the Pacers at this part of the at this. You know, at this point, but uh, he's the guy that you want to stop if you were. Uh, and we gave, you know, we were competitive this week. Uh, like you said, especially that Denver game, being down 30 and then having a lead in the fourth quarter was, was really something. Uh, it's a, it, was, it was a gritty game. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we got what we needed, which was, you know, some solid play, good experience, and an L to get us closer to the lottery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a it's a good thing that that the Pacers, uh, as Colson uh, mentioned, were uh, are running some offense and scoring some points because that's our only chance at uh, keeping these games competitive. Because team scored uh, over one twenty in every game this week, which reminds me, I forgot about Haiku Corner. Oh, oh, we got a Haiku to oh, wrap this up. We do. All right. It's the uh, Champagne po- Poems. 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 <laughs> How does it go? It's the uh, the Champagne of Poems. It's the haiku, haiku life, the Champagne of Poems. Haiku. Okay, Corner. there you go. Corner. All right. A la Colson. One begins to see rough outline of productive offense. Not yet D. Mm. Yes. Definitely not. So, yeah, to your point, Jason. Yeah, it was. Uh, we we are a sieve on defense, but the offense was fun to watch. Yeah, and I mean, critical critical loss against uh, Detroit there. I mean, in a good Big way. Time. So yeah, we're in a position now. Uh, the Pacers we're we're winding on the season, so we only have three games left. But if the Pacers were to lose out and Detroit were somehow to win out, uh, Detroit would jump. 
Pacers in the standings, and we the Pacers would then be four, have the fourth worst record <coughs> and improve their lottery odds just ever so much, which might be yep. worthwhile. Not uh, not uh, counting those chickens uh, before they're hatched, because I don't think Detroit's going to win. So. <coughs> no, that seems unlikely. But importantly, we do have two games on Portland. After ripping off that weird winning streak they've now lost six straight so they're still sitting on those 27 wins but we've got a little bit of breathing room uh, as we look forward to the end of the season should be able to you know at at worst close out at the five spot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh shout out to your boy lance stevenson joey who uh in that boston game after uh, halliburton got fouled out um was really a catalyst down the stretch and kept it close that game was way more interesting than boston wanted it to be i mean yeah kudos to them they're a very very good team and they executed down the stretch and made all the shots that they needed to but they were a missed shot or two away from just throwing that game away which really yeah, surprised we were nipping me. at their heels all night yeah given the fact that they were coming into that game riding two losses and the pacers had you know throttled them the last time they saw them um so you would have thought they would have had a little more juice coming into that game but uh good on the pacers for being uh very efficient specifically mr halliburton (laughs) yeah mostly halliburton yeah i definitely made him work for it and you know boston has been hot the second half of the season so you got to think maybe it's just you know a little fatigue maybe setting in and and overlooked us a little Mm -hmm. bit but Mm -hmm. uh you know that's Guys, guys, guys should make them work if that's going to be the attitude they bring to the court. I'm with you. They, uh, they did not bring their A game. That's true. Yeah. Also, Lance uh, showing up for that Denver game, trying to make some trouble. <laughs> yeah. So what was the story? He uh, he got into it with Austin Rivers, and then uh, they got a double tech, and then Austin Rivers threw a, a fake elbow. Uh, didn't didn't land, but like I didn't even see the play actually. Like, but I heard about it on all the sports talk, uh, radio stuff or whatever. Like faked an elbow, but didn't connect with Lance, uh, and then that got Austin Rivers tossed out of the game, and people were saying it was egregious. What did did you see the the interaction, Harper? Uh, the first one, I you know I I thought uh, Austin may have. Uh... You know, Lance was kind of giving him the business, but he definitely overreacted a little bit. We were on a big run. Um, you know, you gotta just gotta handle your business. I thought thought he was out of line. I didn't see this the second one, um, so I'm agnostic on that. Lance being Lance, Lance being Lance, he's getting in Austin Rivers' head for sure. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch any games this week, Joey? Are you? Yeah, I watched. I mean, I guess there there was. Uh, I didn't get to see all of them, but the the uh, the one I spent was able to spend the most attention on was that Denver game, and uh, they, I mean, uh, Justin Anderson getting hot a little bit and, and you know hitting some threes, getting the getting the team back into the game, and uh, you know Terry Taylor doing what he does, you know getting getting some tough boards, and you know still don't quite understand how that happens a lot of times because you know there's people. You know, he's looking up at the other players, and then he just gets the board anyway. Um, you yeah. know, but in, in getting 18 points in the mix uh, uh, also, you know. And eight offensive rebounds 
for yeah. Terrence yeah. Allen. I can't, like, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, you know, I mean, I still, I, I'm doing the wrong thing. I still root for the team to win, you know? I keep, like, forgetting that, <laughs> you know, it's hard to overcome that, you know? And, and then, uh, you know, it comes late and, and you, you know, I'm still bummed out. that, And I hate that, you know? I need to, to, to suppress my emotions and, and uh, you know, <laughs> become one with the uh, mathematics. But um, it's still hard to watch the, the team lose. But, you know, just the fact that they had really, really fought back in that game and, and uh, made it tough, you know, and, and um, Denver just went – Denver went super cold and uh, the Pacers took advantage and, and – uh, you know, I thought thought we were gonna get a W out there, but luckily, you know, luckily we didn't. You know. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. It is. Uh, uh, I find myself also rooting for them to to pull these games off, and then. But the the nice thing, I guess, I have embraced the mathematics in the sense that right. once they don't, I'm like, oh, there you go. I don't go to bed like, angry. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. That's good. Move on to my next activity and uh, <laughs> count the lottery balls. You know, it's good. Yeah, I think that you guys mentioned that uh, there's been some official shutdowns. Uh, T.J. Warren mm. officially shocker, shockingly, shockingly, has been shut down for the season. Which I didn't know he had started anything for the season, but. Uh, <laughs> And and uh, Miles Turner as well. You know, I guess yeah. I didn't expect either of them. I don't expect. I don't expect to see, you know, anybody with the, that starts. I don't expect to see them except for Halliburton and maybe Heald. Um, I don't expect to see them for the rest of the season. But um, but they're officially done. So Miles Turner can can uh, I don't know spend some more time with his Lego collection. Or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you guys, mm-hmm. do you guys see that? That mm-hmm. those videos of his. Oh, he's he's uh, he's got some good stuff. He's showing those off. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that uh, there's no Lego kit uh, beyond his grasp. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, like the Star Destroyer is huge. Yeah, I guess it is impressive for a guy that big. You know his yeah. hands are monstrous. To right. Have the uh, dexterity to do you know tiny little Lego things. Maybe he's got like he's... a niece or nephew or something, and just for the for the small pieces or something. <laughs> Can you put this in here for me, please? Or <laughs> yeah. maybe, yeah. yeah, it'd be cool if like you know like for like kids like Ethan, we just got him some like Duplo blocks or whatever which are like lego blocks but like 10 times the size or something like that so they can't swallow them like maybe miles turner has to get those size lego sets you know <laughs> in order for it's it to a, seem normal it's a, it's a life-size star destroyer it's nice exactly <laughs> yes yeah, exactly. that thing is huge he's got a titanic one which yeah. is monster maybe the lego thing maybe it's like training it's like a dexterity training for him okay yeah, it must be. oh yeah maybe Can expect that's... his handles to be much better next year thanks right. to all his lego building yeah this is probably some like next level you know in the, yeah it's in the off season you know it's a work on your you know you know work on your hook 
you know, work on your footwork and, you know, you know, build the, uh, the Eiffel Tower, you know? <laughs> Out of Lego bricks. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, we, we haven't gotten the official word on Brogdon yet. Is he officially shut down or no? Because he yet, didn't which play is... this week. I, at least I no. didn't notice him in the box scores at all. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know what they're waiting for. Yeah. And at this point, there's three games left, so who cares? If you're like, do you need to have an official shutdown message? Are they worried that it's, you know, that the, that the, league is going to come down on them for for tanking now you know when they when they sit brogdon <laughs> it's always a always a danger yeah uh so i mentioned those three games the pacers uh close out with a very tough schedule um i mean not that it matters but uh uh hosting the 76ers on tuesday uh this week and then a back-to-back Saturday and Sunday at Philly and at Brooklyn. Um, those games don't have game times yet. <laughs> they're TBD because there may be playoff implications, so you wouldn't want to, uh, I don't know. I guess they try Not to the... play all the games at the same time that are um, right. that might impact one another or whatever. So, I mean, both Philly and uh, Brooklyn are playing for uh, positioning, obviously, so... Uh, Philly currently sits in the four seed, uh, but only a half game behind the three seed and a game behind the two seed. And Brooklyn is in the tenth seed, but uh, 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 no, not even percentage points. It's a tiebreaker behind Charlotte and then a half a game, no, a game behind Atlanta for the eighth seed. But presumably they would like to get out ahead of them <laughs> so they only have to win one game as opposed exactly, to two, right? yeah. that's what I'm that's saying. that's yeah, pretty yeah. meaningful yeah yeah so they they definitely have something to play for and then philly who knows i guess if it's if the playoffs started today they would play toronto and host them but they're just trying to get their their act together because they haven't been playing super well since the the hardened trade um yeah came out of the gates hot but then have slowed down since Brooklyn's struggling as well. Lost two straight, including uh, a game where KD scored 55. Mm. Not necessarily what you're looking for. No. So, yeah. Predictions? We got this. (laughs) So, yeah. We're going to play uh, a playoff spoiler. Whenever I call the the Ofer sweep, they win. So I'm going two and one again. Sticking with okay. two and one. Sounds good. Joseph. I think we're gonna win out. For All right, like no I reason. Like it. Yeah, I think um it's hard to lose both games to the same team back to back, like Philly. We play those guys twice, so <laughs> uh, we'll split that. So we'll go one and two, I think. All right. uh, yeah, I wanted to get this where we need to can go. play in the Brooklyn game, so they they open it up, uh, so that he can play. So, so it's not like yeah. we get a Kyrie less Nets in that at game. So should be fun seeing him and Halliburton go at each other. That could be yeah, a funnel for sure. KD is going to score one hundred and ten, but 
Hmm. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could just negotiate beforehand and be like, all right. <laughs> we'll chalk Katie up for like 62. And then you just let us play five on four. And <laughs> see what happens. Do you think they're going to put Kiefer Sykes on Katie? <laughs> I don't even think KD would see Kiefer Sykes. Like. That's really, that is fair. That's fair. Oh, boy. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird for me to, like, be at this point of the season and just be like, well, it's almost over. Well, this you doesn't know. happen to us as Pacer fans. No, it's no. completely new territory. Been, we haven't done this for been very, very lucky. Literally, you know, I, like, 30 years <laughs> i don't you know there's like going into the playoffs and getting hammered like you know at least i knew what to do with that but this is different mm, you know like sure. you know getting swept out of the playoffs like listen we all remember mcmillan like you know that was part of that territory but you know this is different um and you know we've other, we've also we've missed playoffs before you know and but this is just this is a next level thing you know so, yeah. So we just got three three games left. Yeah. Where does the time go? I know. I feel like the season went fast. I know. Well, you know what happened? I think it was when the when the wheels fell off. Uh, it was probably heading downhill, and it was uh, <laughs> you know picking up speed as it went along. Yeah. You know. Normally, losing those wheels slows you down, but yeah. uh, not this game. They powered right through that. Not this train. Choo-choo. <laughs> right. So if the Pacers lose out, uh, the, this will be the third worst uh, season of all time in franchise history. Wow. In 82-83, we won 20 games. Uh, and in 84-85, won 22 games. Boy, the mid-80s were horrible. 83, yeah, 84, 26, 85, 86, 26, 88, 89, 28 wins. Yeah, that 88, 89 season, we had four coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Ramsey, Daniels, Dick Irvin, and Versace. Four coaches. You know, after three, that maybe it's not the coach's fault? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, team, we we'll be back with you on Thursday, regardless of how many games the, this team wins. We'll, we'll still be here. Um, until then, you can hit us up on social media. We are on Twitter at Undebeatables, Facebook.com slash the Undebeatables. Our website is theundebeatables.com. There's a contact form there. You can use that to send us a message. And you can email us. Shout out at theunbeatables.com. And at the website slash store, you can get yourself a shirt. And for the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always coach, Bobby Slick Leonard, who did not have any of these 21 season crappers, <laughs> uh, Bobby Slick Leonard, uh, turn out. The lights, the party is over.
That's a good one. I tried to do it like, you know, when you play a record backwards or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Slick's worst season, he won 31 games. Okay, so he did have one crapper. He did have one crapper. Everybody's allowed one. Yeah. The old saying goes. Wait, is that the same? of course old thomas crapper oh crapper 